Spotify. Hello. Thank you for choosing the Lackadaisical Libricularist Podcast. Without further delay, here is your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Libro Cube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical Libro Cubicalist. Today, my friends, is TV Tuesday. Sometimes, when I'm feeling expansive, referred to as Television Tuesdays, or, if I'm feeling like saying it as I do believe Doug Heffernan would say, Television Tuesdays. Something I like to say at the top of every show is that there will be spoilers. This case, I don't feel it is 100% necessary, but I do it anyways. Uh, J-I-C, or just in case. Hmm? Another thing I like to say is that if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is a million dollars. Oh, God, no. That is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment within iTunes, as that is what helps others find podcasts, and that way they grow and flourish like beautiful flowers. <laughs> Our last piece of podcast-related business is, of course, today's sponsor, which today, hey, <laughs> rhyming, that mm, I have two of them. Two sponsors in one day, really, really raking in the coin. What can I say? Sponsor the first is... Today's sponsors are... Team Cocoa Brand Hot Chocolate as well as Richter Brand Scales. Once again, today's sponsors are Team Cocoa Brand Hot Chocolate and Richter Brand Scales. Thank you to both of them for sponsoring this very, very special TV Tuesday episode in which I have brought back one show and one show only, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of, and that is not really uh, one show so much as a phenom that has been going on on television for the last uh, 20 years, and that is Mr. Conan O'Brien, who, in one form or the other, I do believe, in fact, in three forms... Mm, yeah, has had a talk show, a late-night talk show, on the air for 20 years. So, what the good people over there at Team Coco have decided to do is post a shit-ton, perhaps even a metric shit-ton, of videos over on their site. Uh, for, I guess, legal reasons, they've been unable to post all these videos on YouTube, and there's some rigmarole there that's, who knows think normally Conan likes to put things on YouTube, because it is the most easy way to access videos such as this, however, was unable to, and he, uh, sort of in his spiel to get people to come over and look at these videos, he kind of, he doesn't go into detail, but he just explains that fact, and it is uh, a series of hand-picked videos from over the 20 years of his late-night career, so, as you can imagine, there's going to be some shiny, shiny pearls within those 20 years when the vast majority of the stuff he does is shiny pearls. These are going to be the shiniest of the shiny pearls? Yeah. 
yeah, that's quite possible. Oh, uh, I have a little note here. Two, uh, this is kind of on the same note. It would fit more into a Internet Day episode, but I wanted to mention here, uh, Conan did a serious jibber-jabber, which I'm going to say is his podcast, because there's really no other way to describe it than call it a podcast. He did a serious jibber-jabber with Mr. Mel Brooks, and uh, I'm not going to bring it back on Internet Day, but I did want to mention it here because it's sort of in tune with what we're talking about, and just say that uh, this is a good example of why podcasts, as far as interviews go, will kick the ass of five-minute brief little interviews on a television program. Uh, Just a little slice of comedy heaven it was, let me tell you. So uh, I wanted to mention it and recommend check that out for shiz. Uh, okay, so I've broken down my notes into kind of, well, the same way they have broken down their clips, which is in a sort of wide variety of subject. Some of them I'm going to speed through a little bit. Some of them I'm going to devote a little more time to the ones that I enjoyed the most, if you will. There was a section devoted to theme shows, and I kind of feel like I haven't seen a theme show from Conan in a while, and all the clips were from sort of, I guess you could say, back in the day. There was, uh, I think the the two best ones were they did a kids, I'm not sure if it was a week or a kids episode, where the entire audience was made up of kids, and some of the jokes were kind of sort of uh, aimed at kids, such as the boredom monster. <laughs> that was good, because it was just a guy talking about, uh, I forget what he was talking about, but it was pretty boring, even if you are an adult. So then the border monster came out and attacked him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One part I didn't really get the how it came up was sick birds, where people dressed in bird costumes would then vomit on some of the kids, which I suppose, if you're a kid, is amusing. Uh, inexplicably amusing? Sure. Uh, another theme they did was time travel week. So uh, an entire week where each episode was devoted to a specific area in time, uh, that had a lot of potential and potential follow-through with the comedies, uh, and there were some good clips from that. I think uh, sort of my favorite in that, which is perhaps not surprising, is they did an episode in the future, so uh, that was kind of cool. Okay, let's move on to the second collection of videos, which was bits, comedy bits. Conan has some super awesome Bits. One I'm surprised they didn't talk about, or I didn't see any clips from, was one they did called In the Year 2000. And uh, if you know what that is, you know what that is. Which they would say, and this was pre the year 2000, showing my age a little bit there. They would say their sort of predictions for what would happen in the year 2000, and they were ridiculous and hilarious. And uh, I thought that was one of his most popular bits, but oddly no clips from it. Instead, they had Jewish April Fools, uh-huh. in which uh, Max Weinberg pulled a April Fools joke on April, uh, I think it was seventh, because little known fact, the Jewish April Fools is uh, eight days long. Mm. Yeah, uh, one interesting bit. Uh, it kind of didn't blow me away with its comedy, but it was interesting, and in, it was that it's called Twitter Tracker. And it must have been right when Twitter started to be a thing. So that was kind of a little more historical interestingness as opposed to comedy. Uh, next was called uh, Satellite TV Channels. 
next selection of videos. And these, this is kind of a bit that I guess they blew out. Uh, apparently it was very popular. I don't actually remember this one, oddly enough. It was, I, I, I guess, again, suppose, when uh, people went from having, you know, 30 channels to hundreds of channels, and some of the channels, as they are now, in fact, were just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Why does a channel exist for this? Eating cheese channel. You know, something stupid like that. Or, his examples... <laughs> Toddlers with too much responsibility channel. <laughs> uh, not cool, Zeus. Mm. And I think my favorite, Jars barfing. Yes. Jars barfing. If you've ever seen, uh, and this has to be done with plastic jars, preferably, I would say mayonnaise is, is your number one. A plastic mayonnaise jar. You cut a slit for a hole, slip for a hole. <laughs> you cut a slip for a hole. You cut a slit for a mouth, put a couple of googly eyes on that, and then squeeze it, and it looks like the jar is puking. Yeah, that is disgustingly something. Next is remotes. Mm -hmm. One they didn't mention here, and maybe just because it was so recent, was one in which uh, Conan went to visit the Guinness plant, where Guinness beer is made. And uh, I think Conan O'Brien, and yeah, Conan O'Brien, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, definitely up there. But I think probably I'd also put in the pantheon of being good doing live remotes, or not live remotes, remotes, is uh, Rick Mercer. Rick Mercer from, you know, the Mercer Report. Probably if you are li listening in the United the United States of America. You may not be familiar with Rick Mercer, but I definitely suggest you check out uh, his YouTube page. He's been on Canadian TV since forever. And uh, he, as well, good at just going out, shooting the shit with the people, and having funny things to say along the, along the way. He goes, uh, I guess, not surprisingly, being Canadian, he goes a slightly nicer route than Conan seems to do, whereas Conan will kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of have the feel of being in a constant state of making fun of these people. Uh, Rick Mercer will potentially throw some of that in as well, but uh, an overall Canadian niceness to him, which I appreciate. Some of the remotes that uh, they used in their clips here were Conan starts a boy band, mm -hmm, as you do. It was called Dudes Aplenty. <laughs> Dudes Aplenty. That's good. Conan joins an old-timey baseball league. Yes, that's always nice. And I think this one was kind of hit and miss, was uh, Conan hits on uh, Jerry Ryan, Famke Jensen, Famke Jensen, Juliana Margulies, and Gina Gershon. It started out with Jerry Ryan, who is, as you may know, played Seven of Nine from Star Trek Voyager, so right up my alley, obviously. Uh, that one was the sort of missed one, where the audience watching kind of thought she was very mean for not responding to being hit it on by Conan O'Brien. Uh, the last one, Gina Gershon, that was definite a hit, because uh, hitting on her, and then sort of Andy Richter walks out in a bathrobe from the bathroom, indicating that he and Gina Gershon just had sex. Hmm, indeed. So, uh, yeah. Here you go. Okay, the last 
there was there was a few more. I, I don't think I delved into every single thing they had to talk about, um, but I wanted to devote the greatest amount of time to this last collection of videos because <laughs> somehow, some way, inexplicably, even they are my favorite, and they are the videos involving Jordan Schlansky. Jordan Schlansky. What do we say about this character? Well, he is a character. And that's kind of what I wanted to say. He is an individual who works on the Conan O'Brien show for TBS and uh, presumably has worked with Conan for many years, I do believe. And he's that kind of guy where the cynic in people will probably believe that he is acting and not a real, actual, factual person. However, I do believe, and this is the non-cynical side of me, that this person actually is like the way he is within these videos, which is... Oh, God, how do you even des describe this guy? Um, <laughs> I am a, I'm at a loss for words, which is potentially a good thing, because it will allow you to go over and experience Jordan Schlansky for yourself. Please, please, please do. Sort of a thought that I had that would just blow my mind is that in a similar vein of this Jordan Schlansky is Carl Pilkington, both with seemingly normal first names and crazy last names, so they got that going, <clears throat> but both have that sort of feel of, come on, this, this can't be a real person. No one is actually like this in real life. They both have that sort of feel with the underlying, I do believe, realization that yes, these are actual people who exist on this planet, and this is how they act in their day-to-day -day lives. So it's sort of, it's a little mind-bogglingly. What I would love, and I think has so, so, so very much potential, is to have Jordan Schlansky and Carl Pilkington sit down to dinner together. And I do believe, just saying that right now, uh, that will somehow work its way into the title of this episode, because I think... And this is rare for me, that that is a very, very good idea. In fact, the first video that I watched was, well, I've seen many over the course of the years, because whenever Conan posts one, I have to watch it. But uh, there was a few I hadn't seen, so took advantage of that. One is where they sat down in a fine Italian restaurant. <laughs> and Jordan just went, I don't... <laughs> like, I, I honestly don't know what to say. Is, is it, like, the world's biggest douche? Is that possibly it? Or just things like style is more important than the actual food? And Oh, uh, you know what? I put a little note here with a question mark. Potentially, potentially, he has Asperger's. That is a, a potential thought I had. Uh, one of the reasons I said that is because he had, or has apparently, trouble looking people in the eye, which is a sort of symptom of Asperger's. <laughs> Conan and him together are hilarious, too. Just for the reason that Conan, over the course of them interacting with one another, it's almost as if you could see or sense him slowly getting more and more aggravated, to the point where, by the end of this dinner, he's like, I just want to stab you in the eye with this, this fork. I will stab you in the eye if you don't shut the fuck up. Along those lines. Something uh, in the next video I watch, in which Conan went to visit the LucasArts building, company, whatever, took Jordan Schlansky with him, and this seemed a little out of character, but 
whatever. Jordan Shalansky, apparently a huge, huge, huge Star Wars fan, which uh, was kind of kind of surprised me. But so, as Conan was getting a tour around this building, the I guess we'll just call him a tour guide, although I don't think that was his professional job of this. Just someone who worked there that had the opportunity to show Conan around a bit. He was pointing things out, and then at least three times, I do believe, <laughs> Jordan would pop in with a sort of inaccuracy of what this tour guide was saying to Conan and pointing out what the actuality was. So that's a kind of a level of douchiness there, I suppose. Mm, yes. Uh, and last... Oh, no, that was lastly. I was going to say, and lastly. And lastly. My last note says some of these videos were not available in color. Colors. Not available in color. Yeah, they were black and white. Some of these videos were not available in all countries, such as the one I am living in, which is Canada. So that is unfortunate. I get the feeling that Conan does not like that fact, so that's something. It's just too bad he couldn't do something about it. It's that sort of legal mumbo and jumbo regarding showing videos from one country in another that there's certain rules and whatever. If it's Conan... If the show is titled, you know, Conan, you think he would be allowed to show videos from his show wherever he wants, as long as he maybe signs some things. I don't know. Uh, it's all networky stuff and yeah, whatever. So that was a little upsetting because some of the titles were, oh man, I want to see what this is about. On that note, I will wrap up our talk of the 20th anniversary of Conan O'Brien being on television in the late night talk show host form. Huh? Uh, I had fun on this one, and I hope you go check out those videos. I'd actually say, uh, number one, check out that series Jibber Jabber with Mel Brooks, because that'll give you sort of an idea of what podcasts are all about. Although you're listening to one right now, so you probably know a little bit about podcasts, I would have to assume. But never assume, because then you make a as of assume an E. Huh? 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 All right, well, <laughs> I've clearly lost my mind, so I will say, as I do, that it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address, mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Nah, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine Live long and prosper